Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Girl Power Alliance podcast. Me and Molly are your hosts today, and we were talking a few weeks back, and we're like, you know what? We need to hop on a podcast because we have a lot of cool things to talk about. So, On this episode, we want to talk about faith and growth and something that you probably didn't know if you don't listen to all of the podcasts, maybe this is something new for you, is that not every single believer has grown up in the church, and that's including me. Now, Miss Molly over here is someone who has. So we're going to talk a little bit about the differences, what we've experienced, uh, the growth, whether it was faster for somebody else or not so much and how we experience. So welcome, Molly. How are you, girl? I'm doing great. I'm excited for us to finally be on this podcast together. I feel like it's a long time coming. (laughs) I know, right? It's uh, Michelle was so gracious. And when we launched GPA 2.0, she was like, you guys need to be on the podcast. You guys need to do this. And I was so excited. Because I was like, ooh, I was like, this will be so much fun. And, you know, talking to different people and interviewing and just having our own conversations because it's so needed. And when you talk about growing up in the church, I remember as a kid going maybe for a few Easter's just because it was a celebration, but it wasn't something where it was like every Sunday we got up, we got dressed and we went to church. So for me, I found Jesus at, this is going to be actually really funny if you're from California, at the Del Mar Fair. And we were at the fair and this lady, I remember distinctly, she had this little booth and she was talking about God and I happened to walk by and she was like, hey, and she just caught my eye and what she said. And she gave me a little children's Bible. And little did I know that shortly after that, my life was drastically going to change. And that little Bible went with everywhere. Um, shortly after that, I'll give you a little insight because I don't believe that I've shared my story with everybody is I was actually put into foster care. So it was shortly after that incident that I had this little Bible with me. And it was little, it was a little children's Bible, had all the little pictures and stuff. And I remember her saying like, no matter what, remember that Jesus loves you. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know what this lady's talking about, but, um, I'll go ahead and just, and go with that. And it's definitely catapulted everything to where I'm at now. And it's like, it, it's like, it was always inside of me, but I didn't know or understand what it was. I just believed there was no questioning it was just like okay cool like I'll just believe and that's that's where my journey started I love that and that's probably a lot of people too right where it's like just going to church for Christmas Eve Easter you know just like a few of those you know times maybe Good Friday or something like that 
but that's it. That's the extent of church. It's like, oh, we should come. And these are important days, you know, when Christ was born and then when Christ, you know, rose again. Right. And so those are very typical. And my story is so opposite from yours. But what I love about your story, Ferris, is the fact that there are those people that set up shop, that'll come to your door or whatever, just, you know, speaking on the street corner and we kind of shove them off. But what you just proved is that somebody that set up shop and had that belief and it was in obedience, they really got through to you. And you're like, huh. And you really were able to hang on to that. And so I've never really heard a story like that before. And I, what I love about it is that you never know when that breakthrough is going to hit for you, what somebody's going to say, what you're going to come across. And maybe you might not understand it in the moment, but you will see it later down the road. Like, huh. Okay. I see you, God. I see you. I see what you're doing. Um, so I love that. That's such a powerful story. And obviously ours is way opposite. And so I, goodness gracious, like you said, I grew up in the church and I was very, very fortunate um, that my parents put me through private school, me and my brothers. And most people will be like, oh, her parents got money. Now we grew up like middle-class, but what my, what people, most people don't know is my mom actually gave up going into law school and gave up like a career to work at the private school so we could go for free. So she like did an admin, admin job type of thing. So, um, but super grateful for that. Um, I have some of my best and closest friends came from that school and it really set a great foundation. And then my parents shoved me into public high school and I was like, whoa, this is different, you know? But the moment that I really found the Lord is in church, you know, of course they have these little, you know, retreats and camps and stuff for kids. And where I found God the most was in nature. And we went to this place called Camp Morrow and we would be like, you know, on the lake doing activities. We'd be up in the trees, like whatever. We'd just be like in nature. And I just remember so distinctly just like feeling God in nature. Like just, it would just be me walking alone in that fresh breeze. It's just so quiet and so peaceful. And even to this day where I feel God the most is, you know, going to the beach or going on a walk and just listening to some soaking music or something and really being able to connect and not having all the hustle and bustle. So what I realized is even though I grew up in the church, my parents would make us go every Sunday and even begrudgingly, I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to go. All I was looking forward to was the nachos after we got back home, you know, for lunch. Like <laughs> I didn't want to go. I'm serious. We'd have nachos and smoothies every Sunday. Um, but it wasn't until I got older. It wasn't until I had that experience in junior high, like I said, at that camp, but when I left home, graduated college, got into my first news job, and I'm like, okay, I am completely out of the nest. I can either just be selfish and do my own thing, or I can really press into my relationship with God. And so I really was able to be like, okay, what is my relationship with God? Not the religion I'm a part of, but what's my relationship? And I discovered that in my early 20s. And I just keep evolving and growing because God just shows more, you know, wonders and, and things to me as time goes on to really trust him and bring him into everything. But I tell people, one of the best gifts you can give yourself is kind of take, separate yourself or strip away from everybody that you know, and go figure out who you are, who you are in God, what your foundation is, what your identity is, what's important to you. Instead of having all these, you know, people chirping in your ear, people that you love, but they're, you know, kind of projecting their opinions and their thoughts on you. And so I always knew I was different from my family and I love them. Don't get me wrong, but we're very different. So I knew I had to step away and kind of go, you know, break away from home and go do my own thing. But then God really had me in those moments. He really showed me a lot of who he was and our relationship together in those moments. And then when I, you know, had moments where I wasn't close to him because I wanted to do my own thing, which I definitely had quite a few of those. 
pride comes before the fall. And I'll tell you, I face planted so many times with my pride. It's not even funny, but um, that's my story. And, you know, to this day, really grateful for where my faith has brought me, you know, being able to meet Ferris and Michelle and the GPA community. It's just, oh gosh, I wouldn't trade my story for anything. And I want to touch on that because that's, that's a huge difference. I mean, you look at me and you look at you and you would never know those in-depth stories unless we told you face to face. And that's a huge reason why we wanted to record this is because it was on my heart and it was really about, okay, she grew up this way. And it's similar to my husband. I mean, he went to the private Christian school and then hit high school in public. And it was a huge shocker. And with me, I never had any of that, you know, from foster homes to different homes to all of that. I, and obviously growing up, being in high school and middle school, being reunited back with my parents again, it was a huge whirlwind. It's, you talk, one thing I want to touch on is you talk about how, you know, you need to figure out who you are because you have all these people that are like chirping in your mouth and saying this and saying that. And I'll have to say that I, I, I've said it before and it's, I taught myself, I taught myself who to be. And I really had to go through some crazy experiences to be like, Ooh, yeah, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have taken that. Uh, to really understand. And through it all, I've been thrown so many curveballs in life. And I always wondered, and I, and I think back now to like, where did the strength come from? Even my parents ask me to this day, like, I don't understand where your strength comes from. Because I can easily go through a certain situation that could be extremely stressful or extremely heartbreaking. To where I almost put a void and I do believe it is, you know, the, the cloth of God. It just puts that kind of shield. Um, we talk about this a lot with, you know, having your armor. And I feel like there is a shield that is put around me at certain times with certain scenarios so that I'm protected. My soul is protected, but I can still make it through whatever the challenge may be. And I think it's really important for people to understand that it is really, really crucial for you to find out who you are in Christ, whatever that may be, whatever that relationship may be, because my relationship with Christ is going to be 10 times different than Molly's. And the more and more we grow, we want to talk about the growth aspect of it. It's, I believe there's different seasons of growth. And I think as you get older, those seasons definitely change. I know for me in the season I'm in currently, if I were to say back in, I want to say 2008, because that's when I was baptized. And that season was so much different in the way that I looked at things and the way that I perceived things and the way that I took things and how blessings would come about. I don't think of them the same as now. And the way that blessings show up is it's literally in front of your face. I think I, I kind of would like to put it is it's, it's in your face. Blessings can show up in so many different ways. And I think because it is 2021, it's our world has progressed so much 
to where it's not so old school in a sense. And I think things evolve and blessings can show up every single day. It could be the simple fact, I'll, I'll use this as an example, and it might sound really silly, but let's say you're getting ready for the day and you forget to turn your curling iron off and then you leave and you come home and you're like, man, did I turn that off or not? And you're so afraid that maybe the house might burn down or something and you look and it's like, you did turn it off to me, like, oh, that's a blessing. And you wouldn't have really recognized it because it's so small and it's so minute or for me. <laughs> I think this is funny. I love cooking. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, I really want to make this. I'm like, oh, I don't think I have the ingredients. And I'll look and it's there. And I'm like, yes, thanks, God. Thank you so much. Because I didn't know if it was in there or not. And it's, you have to be thankful, I think, in almost every single moment of your life. Because every little blessing, whether it's you get that green light instead of the red light. And I think about people that have devastation with car accidents. And it's like, that one second or millisecond could change so much. So there's a reason you're at the red light instead of the green. There's a reason you're at the yellow instead of the red. And there's a reason why you leave your house five minutes later than you anticipated. There's a reason behind almost every single little thing that you do in life. And um, what do you think about that? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And actually to even just kind of support those stories, it's like, those little blessings, like, yes, I don't have to go back out to the store or, you know, just the, the timing of everything. It's like, they're always, everything is, is, is perfect into what God wants the timing for. Cause he has control over everything. Right. And a perfect example is, you know, they always say, okay, don't be on your phone while you're driving, no texting, you know, pay attention, be focused. Cause a lot of fatal accidents and just not even fatal, but just regular accidents happen all the time because of that. I remember clearly one day, talk about a major blessing. One day it's pouring down rain. I'm getting off the freeway and the light turns green, but I hear my phone ding. And so I, I look to see what it is. And it's an alert that I set for a really random time. Normally I'm like every hour at the top of the hour or 30 minutes or something. But this was set, I'll never forget it, at like 827. And I was like, 827? Like, what? That's so weird. And then all of a sudden I, I look back up and I see this car like 50 miles an hour going through the intersection running a red and if, if I would have Whoa. gone, it would have hit me right on my side. And I possibly could not be here right now because of that. So I literally sat there in like shock of like, oh, oh my gosh. Like that is so crazy. Like because of that random time at 827 on that rainy day heading into the office, I was literally saved because this guy was not paying attention. And I sat at that light for a second. Then somebody behind me beeped. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I just kept going. I drove so slow. I was like freaked out, but I was also like, thank you, God. Like my phone literally saved my life. And it was a dumb reminder too. I can't remember what it was, but it was like checking with so-and-so on whatever. Like it was like nothing super major, but I just remember 827. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, okay. So at the end of the day, like little things pop up like that and you never know. And that was definitely an angel watching over me that day. But, um, there, like you said, Ferris, blessings happen absolutely everywhere. You know, you get a new sale in your business. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Rather than a spirit that I used to have was a spirit of entitlement of like, oh yeah, I totally deserve that. Wait, why do I only have one? Why don't I have like five? You know, like really being mm. able to be thankful um, for things you do right. have and really be able to look at those blessings, roof over my head, you know, water to drink, you know, good friendships, good relationships. Right. And I actually would even like to dive in on the relationship part is so many people look at 
Okay, financial blessings, financial security, financial growth. Well, having growth in relationships and with loved ones and with your spouse, your partner, things like that, that is so, so, so important. And people at the end of the day that are super wealthy and super rich often have really crappy relationships because they're so focused on their business and so all in. And so there's going to be, you know, some kind of a balance there, of whatever works best for you. And so one thing that I've really has seen a lot of growth in my faith and my relationship with God is like, look, I've, I've been, I've made money an idol more times than I could count. I'd be, I'll just be honest about that. Just really wanting to get out of certain financial situations that I've, I've gotten myself into and praise God that that's happening. Um, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where I just always want more, 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 more. But then he's like, take a second, take a breath and look at everything else I've given you. An amazing husband, an amazing circle, an amazing, you know, friend group, amazing family, just support system. Like people would kill to have the network and support system that I have. And I'm like, you're right. I get to sit back and I get to be super grateful and even grateful. I get to open my Bible because there's a lot of places where like that is a crime for opening your Bible, speaking about your faith and so grateful for even that kind of a blessing. And um, yeah, so just to prove your point, like there's blessings in absolutely everything. When you choose to have a heart of gratitude, when you choose to be thankful and look at those things, it's going to change your state. So even if you're having the not best day, it's like, what am I thankful for? Who can I text and tell them why I'm thankful for you? You know, like I love to do that, like little texts and, hey, you know what, Sarah, I just want to say how much I appreciate you. You've helped me during da 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 I see you doing your thing, girl. Just keep it going. And that makes everybody's day. And when people do that to me, I'm like, oh, thanks. You're thinking of me? Like, that's so cool. So God grows your faith in so many other ways. And it may not be financial if that's kind of, you know, your thing that you're focused on could be relational, spiritual, just individually, like how you're growing as a person. Um, So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, it's, I want, it's super powerful that you, you said that because it really goes back to God knows your story. He's already written it for you. So he already knows all of the things that are going to happen, whether that's that one ding on your phone to make you stop for a second, and whether it's that one phone call. And I think because we have the freedom of free will, we have to really be present. We have to be present in our everyday lives with those relationships. We have to be present in our own situations in life, whether that's just waking up and being present in that moment right there, instead of just getting up, going, this is what I got to do. I got to rush, 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 rush. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to, you know, you have to, I love how you said that in this, in the beginning, how, when you were a kid, nature was a huge thing for you. It's, and I mean, God asks you to be still, to hear him at times. And that's just another thing. I think we tend to forget so often that our story is already written for us. It's just a matter of we're going to be putting a wedge in that story and really taking a different route. And God doesn't want us to take that different route. He wants us to really trust in him and be like, listen, you're going to go through some hard times. You're going to go through this. You're going to go through that. And that's, that's where the growth happens. I think for a really long time, myself personally, I was putting a wedge. Cause I was like, Ooh, I don't like this or I don't like this situation. And I would complain and I would whine and I'd be like, Oh gosh, this and my job. And, Oh, I got to do this. And then this person asked me to do this. And it's for a really long time. It was just kind of like, I needed to realize that I, I have to be grateful 
that I can go and do these things. I need to be grateful that I have gas in my car. I need to be grateful that I'm not on the streets. I need to be grateful that I'm not addicted to drugs. I need to be grateful that even though this is a really tough situation, it may not be my situation to take on. And I think for a really long time, I've taken on other situations as my own when it has nothing to do with me. And though, and sometimes things have to pan out the way they're going to pan out for other people. And the only thing you can do is wait. You just have to wait and you have to be still and you have to listen because it's not necessarily your story and your road. So be thankful for your road and what you're going through right now and what you have right now because you never know when that next hurdle is going to happen, but you'll be prepared because you were still in the moment and you were like obedient. So I think that was really powerful. I want to know something personally, and I'm sure people listening want to know too, is, and this is something I'm probably going to have to think about too, is your faith. How, as a believer and as a woman in business, someone who's so busy all the time, both of us, and I'm sure so many women out there, whether you're a mom, business owner, whether, you know, you're someone helping the community, you help with the church, whatever it is that you do, I don't, it, it, it can be literally anything. Um, where does your faith come from? Where do you base that from to where you know, all right, I just got to have faith that this is going to work out. And I have to give it to God. Where, where do you get your faith from when you're going through something difficult? Super easy. Um, well, easy in the sense of easy places to go. Number one is prayer, being in prayer constantly, listening to God, talking to God, sharing openly, not trying to be perfect with God, just letting him know because he already knows, but he wants you to be open and sharing with him. And I look at my relationship with God, kind of like my relationship with my husband. It's like, I would have never been able to get to know my husband unless I spent the time with him, really getting to know him, his quirks, his flaws, his great things, the things that made me want to marry him. Um, you, God wants the same attention, time and attention from us. And then, you know, and some, right. So diving into prayer, but most importantly, the best place to go is the word to the Bible, because you could go. And I heard this so powerfully on a, um, a Stephen Furtick sem, uh, sermon, it's like, quit going to the people who don't have the power to change your situation. You want to go to your friend. You want to go to your mom. You want to go to whoever mm-hmm. to get that, that help and that, you know, that whatever. Yeah. That help that support, but they can't help you. They can give you what their human brains think that you should do and what they believe. But however, they're only human. That's of the flesh. Once you go to the father, the one who has the power to be all change, all the alpha, the omega, the almighty, And when people really realize how powerful that is, it makes going through situations so much better. And I've been right now, I'm going through the Psalms again, and I'm actually going through it in the the message version. And I believe it was Psalms 39, if I'm not mistaken. And basically in Psalms, it was saying that it was so powerful. And after this, I'll, I'll just share this first. It was literally like when God made the ocean, he literally, this is how big God is. So whatever situation you're going through, this is how big God is. If you look at the ocean, he literally scooped it out. So if you think about like a big freaking bucket or a scoop, God scooped out the ocean. The ocean is far bigger than anything else in the world. 
because it covers most of the world, right? He literally was just like, he scooped it out. And I sat there looking at that scripture and I was like, dang, God literally scooped out the ocean and created this so perfectly in his, what he wanted. So then it, it moved me that much that I was like, babe, I got to go to the beach tonight. You want to go with me? I just, I just need to sit there because in nature, back to when I was a kid, that's where I feel God the most. On the coast, when I look at the ocean, just the energy and the gravitational pull makes you feel that you are so small and it's so much bigger than you, which is a metaphor for life. So really diving into the word, that scripture, most people would look over that and I'm just like, God scooped out the ocean. I was like, yo, when you think of how big the ocean is and how, you know what I mean? Like she said, yo, like, he scooped it with a little scooper. Yeah, little to God, but then how big is God it's just true, scooped though. it out? So at the end of the day, um, I'm reading through the Psalms specifically because there's so many great revelations in the Psalms. And yes, it's super long. But it's just like, I'm like, Lord, speak to me through your scripture. So if you're going through your scripture at any time, good and bad times, um, you want to praise him regardless, especially if you're going through tough times because Satan hates that, right? So diving into the word and be like, Lord, Holy Spirit, how do you want this to jump off the page and like infect my heart so that I could just be that much more strong and more in love with you? And that's how I read scripture now. It used to be like, oh, I have to, because they say you got to, you know, but now it's just like, I want to, I want to see what God's going to share with me next. So then I can fall deeper into, you know, communion and love with him. And when you get to that place, that's, what's going to help your faith get so much stronger. And it's not that the situation you're going through or things that might come aren't going to be hard. You just get to choose where do you want to go to draw more faith and to draw more power from, and then how are you going to react to it? If you want to have doom and gloom, if you want to have negativity, if you want to gossip with your friends, all things that scripture says not to do, that's Satan getting in there wanting you to just, you know, dun, 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 have a poor mindset around that. But you you can choose to be like, you know what? I know this isn't how I'd like it to look, but God has a bigger plan, you know, and figure and get creative. The only reason people get stuck is they're not purposely, intentionally going after creativity in their situation like a financial situation. We're in an age where you can make money anytime, anywhere. If you're like, oh, I don't have enough money, well, get creative. You know, there's a lot of things you can do by creating courses online. You could even do Uber Eats. You can do Postmates. You can do a lot of different things. There's so many different opportunities out there. It's just what do you want to be creative and how do you want to, you know, live your life? So I know it's kind of a really roundabout answer, but at the end of the day, it's prayer and the word. It's going back to him because I know no human being will be able to give me what I need. And sure, you may go to people for some advice. You know, I may go to Ferris for like, hey, what do you think about this? Or Michelle, what do you think about that? Or my parents or somebody I really trust just to get their perspective. But I know the power that they hold as humans in their flesh. And I also know the power that God holds, the one who created everything. Yeah, and that's another reason why I wanted to have that podcast, this podcast, because I'm complete opposite. I have, my faith comes from the fact that I look back at my life. I look back at every scenario, every situation. And at the end of the day, he never fails me. Never. So if there is a crappy situation or something's not working out, or I have a dollar in my bank account, I would definitely say that it's like, ah, uh, he's never failed me. So I have to just dig deeper, continue to pray, 
be thankful for what I have right now here in this moment, in this exact second, because I don't know what else is going to come. But I'm going through this for a reason. I'm going through it for a reason. And if I can't figure out what it is, then I'm not listening. I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to drive down a different road that's not for me. And I think it's great to go to people to ask people their opinions on certain things. I tend to ask people their opinions on a situation of like, hey, what would you do in this scenario? Or what is your opinion on this? And even though my mind might already be made up, it's always interesting to see, especially people that are older than you too, and be like, oh, I've experienced that. And this is what happened to me. And to get that information from them. And I know that reading in the word, I I love that it jumps out at you. I think for me, my relationship with God, I get downloads. Um, It's super heavy on the downloads definitely in the last couple of months to where I could just be by myself driving or I could just be sitting here doing my work. And it's literally like, it's almost like someone's typewriting or sending an email. And then it's like, you've got mail. And I'm like, oh, I got it. Like, I know it. I see it. Yeah, I know you've got mail. Sorry, showing my age. It's AOL. Okay, guys, we know it's it's old school, but come on, Ferris. Okay, Gmail. Um, but no, seriously, it's like a you've got mail moment in any scenario. And I love nature. I love that the word is so important. And I have to get better at the word for sure. It's uh <laughs> it's something that I'm not super good at. And I think it's because you can literally break down almost every letter for something. Totally. And I think that it's meant for certain people during certain times. And there's so many stories and I've heard people and I've heard pastors talk about it. I've heard ministers talk about it to where it's like, there's so many stories in the Bible and they're not depicted the way that you think that they are. And they're just different stories of how this happened and this happened. And, you know, it's, um, you talk about Elevation Church, and he said he had a story about our thoughts and what we think. And it's what we think is what happens. And I think faith kind of goes hand in hand. So I think if you know and you're in your brain and you're like, I have faith that this is going to happen, it's going to happen. Because you go back to the very beginning, God thought. And it happened Mm -hmm. just like that scoop and his thought became a reality. So if your negative thought happens and you don't replace it with a positive or a grateful one, that negative is going to happen. And I see it all the time. I have so many of my friends that are like, oh, this is what's happening, but this is what's happening to me today. But, and I'm like, stop. Think about what you just said and what's happening in your life right at this exact moment. It just happened to you, whether that was a phone call, whether that was, you know, something that went down or 
whether you got that job or whether you got that house or whether you bought something new, like be grateful in that right now. Don't think of the, but don't think of, oh, well, if this happens, then this is going to happen. And then it's a Mm -hmm. ripple effect and stop because that's not of God. So it's, I loved being on here with you. I think we could continue more and more into what this could be for sure. Um, but definitely just a little taste and maybe it's something to where we could almost make it a series and we could talk about something else, um, you know, that refers to all of this stuff, your growth, your faith in God, how you grew up, even though me and Molly are completely different and how God came into our lives, we still love him the same. Our relationships may be different, but we all have the one goal and that's, and that's just huge. Mm, I love that. And yes. And even, even piggybacking on that, it's like, whoever's listening to this, you know, type in the comments, share with us, you know, girlpoweralliance.com, like share with us. Hey, I listened to this episode and I'd love to be able to hear your guys' thoughts on this when it comes to growth or just in general, there are so many topics that we could talk about. And this one I think is so powerful. And like you said, Ferris, we could go in a million directions and be on here for hours and hours. Uh, but this is just a little taste of what God's put on our hearts. So I just want to commend you, Ferris, because you're being in obedience and just saying, you know what, this is my download. This is what I want to share. And I know people are getting breakthroughs from this and whether they're relating to me, to you, to both of us, or just enjoy the transparency, no matter what, there's so much there for people if they choose to really be open and listen. So I just want to thank you. And it's been a lot of fun today to be able to chat about this. I think this is just a really great breakthrough topic. Well, thanks, Molly. You're amazing. We're all amazing. All of our listeners are amazing. And we thank you guys so much. And we will see you guys sooner rather than later. All right. Bye, everyone. That was quite the little tag team there. They did an absolutely excellent job on that podcast. I'm so proud of both Molly and Ferris, not just for the podcast, but just for who they are as women, what they're doing in the world, and of course, their contribution here at Girl Power Alliance. Are you a member yet? Have you begun your journey of growth with us? We call it miracle growth here at Girl Power Alliance. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com, click the become a member and like join the family, start growing. We have amazing resources, a lot of fun things that we're doing. And of course, discounts for our members on all the new things that we're doing. And guess what? God is on the move in massive, massive ways. So At Girl Power Alliance, we like to say, this is where women grow.